T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Total Information AM on KMOX. It's 847 with Carol Daniel. I'm Tom Ackerman with a reported shortage of physicians across the United States and rural hospitals closing at an alarming rate. What can be done to shore up the system? Several Missouri legislators are taking a hard look at loosening restrictions on advanced nurse practitioners in the state, allowing them to do more without being taught to a physician. And joining us is State Senator Nick Schroer. He represents District 2 in Missouri, covering St. Charles County. Senator, thank you very much for being with us. Your bill, SB 79, making its way through the Missouri Senate. We know it's a busy time. and We appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Thank you for covering this incredibly important topic. Absolutely. What is the current system? How are nurse practitioners restricted? Well, when you look at other states in the union, we we rank dang near the bottom when it comes to uh, allowing these advanced practice registered nurses, APRNs, uh, to practice within the scope, within their education and training. There's so many different regulations that are strangling them, and a lot of them are, are moving to neighboring states as those states are repealing different regulations and allowing these APRNs to practice within their education, Illinois, Tennessee, Kansas, uh, you know, we're losing. We're losing on recruitment, retention, uh, and that's why when it comes to healthcare outcomes and healthcare access, U.S. News ranks us, I think, 42nd or 43rd, depending on uh, the year. So there's a lot that needs to be done, especially in terms of mental health care in our state, rural health care in our state, and the states that have kind of repealed some of these restrictions, allowing nurse practitioners to, per- to practice within their full uh, scope and education and skill set, we are seeing uh, health care outcomes uh, get better. We are seeing health care access get better, so you don't have to wait for a very long time for any type of issue, whether it's an emergency or just a uh, random check-in. And also, when you look at our Medicaid system, our Medicaid system, which is growing and taking up most of our budget in the states that are allowing APRNs to practice within their fullest uh, ability, the the cost of health care is actually decreasing. And we're seeing less uh, patients going to ERs and emergency visits, which are driving up the cost. So all in all, what we are seeing uh, from the other states that have done this, and again, we are near the last when it comes to repealing some of these archaic regulations, we are seeing a, a lot of progress in terms of better outcomes, better health care, and the, the decreased costs of uh, associated health care in those states. I don't think I'd heard nurse practitioner and then the phrase you're using, advanced practice, a- APRN. Are those the same thing? Yeah, so advanced practice registered nurse, that's a, a, what APRN is. Uh, within that field, there's different specialties. So whenever someone decides to go from a floor nurse back to school uh, to become an APRN, there are different specialties. So there's uh, geriatric, there's family APRNs, there's women's health APRNs. Um, but within those practices, we, we are trying to at least either open up the ability for them to practice within their, their fullest uh, skill set or a transition to practice. So there are some states that have uh, no collaborative practice agreements, no tying them to a physician. Uh, and, you know, we, we are allowing the uh, legislators down here to figure out what, what is the best choice. Do you want to peel the Band-Aid off right now or do you want to slowly do it like other states have done, saying, okay, as long as you have 
been in your field for X amount of years or seen so many patients, so many hours to prove your ability to practice on your own, then we can go that route. So this bill uh, should come out of committee this week. It should be on the, the Senate floor a couple weeks thereafter. So we're very hopeful that this discussion is going to continue in uh, putting the importance of healthcare outcomes on the Senate floor, something that has not been done in 30 years. This is a bill that has been killed year after year. So this is going to be the first time in about 30 years that this discussion is, ha- is happening in the state of Missouri. That said, there are groups that don't want your bill to pass, right? I mean, who are they and why is that? Well, when you look uh, year after year, uh, the doctors lobby, and that's it. You know, we've, we've got doctors that have testified in support of this bill, but some of the doctors' lobbyists are the ones that are coming forward. And the only thing they can really point to is biased data uh, written by them that says that healthcare outcomes are going to suffer, which we know that is not the case when you look at this non-biased data uh, that has been widely reported. But ultimately, it comes down to this. They're going to lose money. Uh, the, the way that it's set up, every patient that an APRN sees, the collaborating physician gets this, even if they didn't touch that patient or look at the record or uh, you know, lend any help in the course of treatment, they are going to get money. Some of these APRNs have to actually pay uh, to get in a collaborative practice agreement. So, you know, ultimately, it's, it's not looking out for the healthcare outcomes, which, you know, we, we've said all along, if you can prove that anything within this bill is going to hurt Missourians, we're going to take it out. We're going to repeal it. We're going to amend it. And they haven't been able to do that. But what they have been able to do is say, look, this is going to uh, take away the, the incentives to collaborate. And, you know, that's just not something that we're willing to uh, stifle this bill and blockade it again. You know, we need to start concentrating on what is best for our constituents and not what is best for the pocketbook of uh, some of these interested parties. And I'm curious, going back to the the issue of the number of rural hospitals closing in Missouri and around the country, really, I know that it's a complicated issue, insurance reimbursement. Uh, there are many issues at play. But if you had, and doctor shortages being one of those issues, if mm-hmm. your bill passes, could we see more r- rural hospitals reopening? Again, it's a complicated issue. Yeah, I think we definitely would see uh, rural hospitals opening up. We, we've talked to Walgreens, CVS, and a couple other businesses that I'm I'm not going to put their name out there, but you know their name, you know them well. They are wanting to get in the healthcare field, similar to what CVS, uh, Walgreens, and, and those clinics have done with these emergency clinics that are filled with APRNs. And APRNs, you know, even though they're they're not going to do surgeries, that was one red herring that we heard in the committees is look if we expand this and allow them to practice without a collaborating. Uh, practice agreement, then they're going to start doing brain surgery. They're going to start taking appendixes out. No, that is not the case whatsoever. That's not within their skill set, and there's liability laws that would prevent them from doing that. But yeah, I think these rural healthcare uh, clinics would would start popping up everywhere. Uh, If you remove some of these archaic mileage restrictions, there's 75 miles miles restrictions on these collaborating uh, practice agreements that would mandate that the APRN has to stay within 75 miles of that uh, physician. We've seen in other states, by removing that, it has allowed them to open up different clinics uh, in these rural areas that it takes, you know, an hour to get to your uh, your doctor. So, you know, we're very hopeful that this is going to set the standard uh, in the state of Missouri by by bringing this to the Senate floor, continuing this debate. We're hopeful that we're this year is going to be the one where we can come together and start focusing on health care outcomes, health care costs for Missourians. Can I ask one more? Allowing them to do more nurse practitioners, does that mean they'll have a lot more extra training? What, how does, what does that entail? 
Well, it's all, all what they're going to be doing under this bill is uh, consistent with their training. There is continuing education, whether it's, uh, you know, for the, the scheduled drugs that they're doing, any type of pharmaceuticals, and just keeping up to date. Uh, it's kind of like continuing education for attorneys. They're, they're already mandated uh, to do some of this stuff. We're just saying let's remove some of these restrictions to allow them to practice up to their, their fullest skill set and their, their training pursuant to what uh, they've been learning, whether it's in school or, or, you know, every single year with their continuing education. Nothing more, nothing less. We're not trying to uh, allow them to do something they're not trained in doing, uh, but consistent with the other states that have uh, gotten rid of some of these archaic regulations and restrictions. Uh, you know, ultimately, we're, we're, we're prioritizing the healthcare needs for the Missourians, and we're not going to do anything that's going to put that in jeopardy. Some might be listening and, and be relating or wondering, I thought we had a nursing shortage, but it yeah. sounds like there's not a nurse practitioner shortage. Well, there, there's a healthcare shortage across uh, the field, whether you look at physicians and uh, them trying to get residencies. That's a massive problem within the United States. And federally speaking, if the feds allowed for more residencies to occur uh, at, at each of these facilities, it's been it's been noted that I think it's going to take 100 years to fill that void and allow for the, the physicians to to come into states like Missouri and uh, have that ability to see patients in an expedited fashion. It's going to take about 100 years uh, for that to happen. So that's why we have to start filling in the gaps and figuring out different ways that we can remove some of these regulations and meet those needs. And, you know, when it's uh, nursing, nurse practitioners, we have shortages there as well. And when you, you're focusing on what other states are doing and attracting those nurses, attracting those APRNs to those states instead of Missouri, this is one of them. And allowing APRNs to practice within their fullest skill set and education, that is an incentive to bring some of these people back that I've spoken with from Illinois, uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, Kansas, that are born and raised here, uh, Cardinals fans, Blues fans, now Battlehawks fans through and through. They would love to bring their families back, but they are allowed to practice within their fullest uh, capabilities in these other states and not Missouri. State Senator Nick Schroer, the bill is SB 79. Thank you very much for being with us today on KMOX. Yeah, thank you for having me. Have hey. a good week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.